Today's episode is being sponsored by the Embracing Awkward podcast. Do you get anxious in social situations? Has anyone ever called you awkward? Well, then this is the show for you. Embracing Awkward is a podcast for socially anxious, awkward, and introverted folk where I talk about the unique issues we often face as a result of our quote-unquote condition. I also discuss valuable tools you can use to recognize negative thought patterns and reframe them in a positive way so you can learn to embrace your awkward. Over 40% of the U.S. population identifies as introverts, and according to the National Institute of Mental Health, 7% of the U.S. population has social anxiety disorder. That's a little over 23 million people. So you're not alone. New episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to give you something to listen to on your morning commute. If this sounds like something you're interested in, then make sure to subscribe to Embracing Awkward on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dear passengers, and welcome aboard the Self Growth Train, a podcast that combines personal stories, opinions, and research in order to better guide you through your self growth journey. My name is Frances Marie Rivera Pacheco, and I'm your tour guide. First, I want to say thank you for tuning back in for season number five, the season of celebrating. And what better way to celebrate? Then by having my own little sponsor for this episode. If you listened to last week's episode, you found out that I have had my first sponsor, which is Mooney and her podcast, Embracing Awkward. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, let me tell you, you are missing out from her calm voice, her helpful resources, and her vulnerable storytelling. She literally makes you feel like you are right there with her. And she understands so well what it's like to live with anxiety, even though anxiety doesn't necessarily look the same for everyone. I just, every time that I listen to her, I feel like I'm having a conversation with her in person. And it is absolutely amazing. And I just want everyone to go over there and listen to her podcast because I think her message is very similar to mine. The reality is we know what it's like to be dealing with mental illnesses and how society perceives us and how we're expected to live a certain way. So at the end of the day, we just want to share our stories to make sure that our listeners, or in my case, my passengers, understand and know that they're not alone. And honestly, dear passenger, I want to celebrate that. And I want to celebrate that by bringing in our first topic for this season, celebrating life. Now, what exactly do I mean by life? Do I mean your everyday life? Do I mean your birthday? Do I mean anniversaries? Do I mean achievements? Or do I mean celebrating the life of loved ones that have passed away? Well, my dear passengers, that's the curious thing about life. There's no real definition. It's all encompassing. So today we're going to be covering a little bit on each subject. When it comes to everyday life, I understand that life can get very overwhelming very quickly. And honestly, or at least personally speaking, I think that is because we are never really thought how to maintain a balance between work, studies, love life, 
family life, interests, passions,、um, side jobs.、Uh, I, I don't know. You name it. Like every little single thing that could potentially come into your life, it's almost as if we accidentally joined a circus, but nobody taught us how to do juggling.、Um, So we're just sitting there in front of the audience, like trying to do our best. But a lot of times, we're just letting all of the objects fall from our hands. And listen, I have seen this in people that have very busy lives. I've seen this in people that have a more relaxed life. So I don't really think it has anything to do with how much you have in your plate. But I do think it has a lot to do with how much you are able to. Manage, and if you're like me, you like to assume that you can manage anything and everything, because there's a little part of you that says, "Oh yeah, I am superwoman. Like, of course, I got this. I don't need anybody. I don't need help." Unfortunately, however, the only superhuman individuals that I know are either in Marvel, DC, or any of the other comic universes, aka not in real life. Trust me. I would love to receive a Hogwarts letter. I would love to join the Avengers, but since that is not possible, the only thing that I can do is acknowledge and celebrate that I am human. And the best way to do this is by doing something called the gratitude journal. In fact, according to the Greater Good Science Center at the University of California, Berkeley, a gratitude journal forces ourselves to pay attention to the good things in life we might otherwise take for granted. By doing so, we start to become more attuned to the everyday sources of pleasure around us, and the emotional tone of our life can shift in profound ways. As a means to get you started, they recommend that you just sit down and you name five things that you're grateful for. Now, remember, you cannot do it in your brain; you literally have to do it on paper. Just five things that you're grateful for for 15 minutes, three times a week for two weeks. Another way to really celebrate your everyday life is to look at your vision boards, your bucket list, your to-do list, your goals, whatever you want to call it. Right? Just look at the list and be honest with yourself. Are there things in that list that you can do today, or possibly this weekend, or this week, or this month, this year? And then for like two minutes. Reflect as to why you haven't accomplished it yet. Is it money? Is it time? Is it that you're waiting on somebody else to do it with you? Is it just the fear? What is it? What's what's holding you back? And once you find what is holding you back, work on challenging yourself to achieve that goal. You know, I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, but I don't remember exactly which one, where. I had for years wanted to travel, like I, I wanted to travel all of the time. And then last year, you know, I always have like a vision board where I can see it from my desk. And that particular week was my first week at the job that I had. I was already hating that job. I didn't want to be there. That's just the reality of it. And I was like, man, like I wish I could travel. And like I kept looking at my vision board, and I'm like, yeah, like I keep saying I want to travel. Like what's holding me back? And I'm like, ah.、Oh, I want to do it with people. Like I want to do it with friends. I want to do it with a significant other. I want to do it with family, whomever. And then 
in that moment, I'm like, what are you waiting for, Francis? Like, for the first time in your life, you actually have money. <laughs> you have money to go out there and enjoy your life and celebrate. So what's really holding you back? I'm like, okay, I'm afraid that if I go, I'm not going to meet people because I love meeting people. But then I was like, okay, but what if I go and like it turns out to be awful? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on my big girl's clothes on <laughs> and I want to push myself to do it and it ended up being one of the best trips that I've ever had in my life and I look back to that specific trip very very fondly in fact I had one of the people that I met on that trip Pawan be on an episode with me the one about embracing your present and it was amazing it was great I love him to death but literally, I would have never met him if I hadn't just looked at that vision board, questioned myself, and then challenged myself to say, wait, this is my moment. Like, I get to actually go out and travel. So why shouldn't I? And if your reasoning is, I don't have money, well, let me tell you, there's something that you can do for free and you can do it every day. And it only takes you a couple of minutes. You want to know what it is? Going outside. Yes, you heard that right. Just going outside and spending time with nature. In fact, Business Insider released an article called 11 Scientifically Proven Reasons You Should Go Outside. And of course, within this article, they went very in-depth in regards to what all of these 11 reasons are and also the studies that were conducted in order to reach those conclusions. However, I want you guys to read the whole article that I will be adding into the episode's description, so I'll only share the first three. By taking a walk outside, you're able to, one, improve your short-term memory, two, restore your mental energies, and three, lower your stress. Now I want to move on to celebrating life's events. And I have to say, if there is one thing that the pandemic has taught us is that it doesn't matter the distance, the duration of the event, the amount of people present, there will always be a way for us to celebrate. There will always be a way for us to connect. And that is such an amazing thing. And yes, it's sad that it took a pandemic to teach us this, but also we have to look at the positive side. Now we know this and boy, can we have fun with it. You know, it's interesting because whenever I hear about appreciating a moment or celebrating a moment, I always hear about acknowledging the moment, right? That's not something new. But I was reading an article in Psychology Today by Polly Campbell, the host of the Polly Campbell Simply Said podcast. And the article is titled, why you should celebrate everything. And you know, her article is written from the perspective of a married woman and how celebrating has helped her marriage. Like when she starts talking about how you should celebrate, the first thing that she says is to notice slash acknowledge that moment. Nothing that I haven't heard before, but I was surprised by the other few things she says we have to do. The first one is to move out of the routine and set the scene. This one was very interesting to me because when it comes to special events or holidays, right, we usually decide to go out to a restaurant or go out to the clubs 
or do something fancy, right? Because it's a quote unquote big celebration. But when it comes to little things, we don't do this. And so basically, it just means going to a special place and give your attention to the moment of goodness by stepping out of your routine for just a couple of minutes. So for example, in my case, and I just realized this as I was reading the article, um, in my case, my partner and I, right, when we first met, and even to this day, a lot of times we like to eat in bed because we want to watch TV. And so one of the things that we have recently been working on is on eating by the kitchen or eating on the countertops. And it's interesting because it has changed the dynamics of our relationship. And in a way, it also celebrates our friendship slash relationship by allowing us to focus on each other and not on the screen. So by doing that, technically, it's a small celebration. However, it has a tremendous positive impact on our relationship. And then the second thing that she says is that we have to commemorate that moment. And again, when it's a big celebration like a birthday, a holiday, or an event, there are certain traditions that we follow. Like with birthdays, we sing happy birthday. So that is the way that we commemorate that moment, right? Um, For special events, let's say Valentine's Day, we buy each other gifts and presents or we write each other letters, right? However, when it comes to small moments, we don't typically quote-unquote commemorate them because, at least for me, and maybe it's my language barrier, when I hear commemorate, I feel like it's a very big word for very, very big occasions. Like when you graduate and everybody throws up their hats, I think that's what they're called. I don't know, I call them hats. Or when you buy your first house and then the realtor takes a photo and puts it on their website. Or being picked as the best drawing in kindergarten class for that day I don't know I know they're weird celebrations that I'm talking about but I'm saying that like those were the commemorations that like come to mind it's interesting however because she talks about like high fives and like saying a prayer or just singing a song and I'm like wow like I didn't realize we literally find ways to commemorate each and every single day without meaning to And I think it's because we're so caught up with other terms like greetings and traditions and routines that we're like, no, that's just that's just how I do it. But really, bro, what you're doing is you're commemorating a moment. You're celebrating that moment. And oh, my gosh, I can't wait to start creating new little commemorations and big commemorations. Because trust me, I'm already writing down a list of some things that I want to start doing. And you know, one other way that you can commemorate slash celebrate moments is by taking pictures and taking videos, but not just of people, also of places, and also of when people are not looking at the camera and when they are looking at the camera, and moments that are planned and moments that are not planned. I cannot stress this enough. My favorite thing to do is take videos of people or save voice notes from people because I'm personally not necessarily an auditory person. However, sometimes just listening to that person's voice or laughter or just the way they say your name can be so comforting and it's a beautiful way to celebrate them. And because I mention it, 
earlier on this podcast, you know, part of life is also death. And I personally like to celebrate my loved ones that have passed away by looking at photos and watching their videos or listening to their CDs. Um, And I say that because my grandfather, oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. My grandfather was a singer. And I remember that back when I was little, every single day, it didn't matter the time. It didn't matter what day of the week. And it definitely didn't matter what was going on in the world. My grandpa would pick us up from either my mom's house or my grandma's house or school. And he would take us back to his house. And as soon as he would take us back to his house, he would like grab his microphone and like his speaker and he would just sing. And he was a songwriter. He was a Christian songwriter. And I just remember my childhood being filled with his voice. And I'm sorry I'm getting emotional, but it's, you know, this is part of celebrating your loved ones. And so, yeah, like it's it's been a couple of years. I want to see, I want to say it's been six, maybe eight years since he passed away. Um, but because of how emotional I get a lot of times, I don't listen to his city. And like, I honestly didn't even remember how his voice sounded like. And then this past December, I went to Puerto Rico to visit my abuela and introduce my partner to the family. And at one point, she was cooking for us and she said, you know, I need some music. I need to make the moment lively. And I was like, okay, I want to like, just put some music on. And without telling me, she actually put his CD on. And I was so taken aback that I had a semi-shocked, happy slash meltdown moment because it had been so long since I heard his voice. But all of a sudden, I was literally surrounded by it. And it was like this rush of memories, like such beautiful, happy memories. And I'm sorry that I'm so emotional right now, but it's just like even thinking about it, like it's bringing me back to that moment. And it just made me so happy that I had the ability to listen to his voice whenever I wanted. And that's why I always say, like, take a lot of photos and videos and voice notes. It's just save them. Cause you know, um, <laughs> so sorry. It's always good to look back on them and enjoy them, especially when you really miss them. Can I get a shoo-shoo? Well, my dear passengers, the time has come to reflect for a couple of minutes on all that I covered on this episode. First, I want to say thank you for being here today. Self-growth is an endless journey towards self-improvement. However, you don't ever have to do it alone. As your tour guide, my goal is to guide you with the best intentions and the best research available. Today we learned about celebrating life. We now know that all aspects of life, big, small, and in between, should be celebrated. In fact, by acknowledging the moment, stepping out of the routine, and commemorating the moment, we are able to really celebrate life. Remember, life should be celebrated every day, even if it is in the smallest way. So tell me, dear passenger, what do you want to celebrate today? I would really love to hear your stories and the types of topics you will be interested in hearing about in the future. Please make sure to send me your response at my email, the self-growth train podcast at gmail.com. 
If you like this episode and you can't wait to hear more, please subscribe or follow below and come back next Tuesday. You can also follow me on Instagram at the self Growth Train Podcast. All of the resources used today have been added to the episode's description. Last but not least, if you haven't done so already, please make sure to check out seasons one through four and leave a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or Podcaster. If you don't think I deserve a five-star review, that's okay. Just make sure to leave me one to two sentences letting me know what things you liked and what things I need to improve on. After all, that is the purpose of this podcast. Well, until next up, dear passenger, safe travels.